Hey, my name is Alex, and you're listening to Lunchbox Radio. Thanks to everybody who's been, been listening to the podcast lately. I always really appreciate it. I, ha- I have fun doing that recent, like, anime influence thing. I also had a lot of fun talk- talking about Pat Labu, the, the movie, once again. again it's the worst title. Um, and if you, if you haven't heard, haven't heard it, it's the, the previous the feed. You can, you can find it wherever you're listening to me right now. And I'm literally recording this this the of Thanksgiving, so so happy Thanksgiving. You're probably hearing it on Friday because you fell asleep. Hopefully at home home. Well you had Thanksgiving with your family, but not your extended family because motherfucker that's dangerous now. <laughs> because twenty twenty, of course it is. Um but I wanted to kind of hilariously spirit of Thanksgiving. I want to talk about a particular show that I kind of finally got around watching and can catch and have been catching up on. Um, I'm not, I'm not the third season yet, but that show is Golden Kamui. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Now, every season, then actually not every season. That's not true. I shouldn't say, say I shouldn't say every season by any stretch. But every every once in a while, um, not frequently is what I would say. There are star shows where you feel like you should should be watching them, like you feel like you should be see you should be watching the show as it as it airs, and just for whatever reason you don't don't like. You, and when I say like you should be watching, I don't mean like you like you should be watching um shows at like a show as it aired aired with the zeitgeist like um what what's it called um like 
My Hero Academia. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, like, you see a show and you're like, I should be watching watching it because it's a, it's a good show. It's doing good things and it's doing interesting and meaningful things in, like, with animation space and um, um, with... With culture, basically. Um, one of the shows was um, Keep Hands Off Isaac Isaacin. Um, that, that was from a couple seasons back. Um, and another, another of those shows that came in 2018 is Golden Comedy. And the reason why I say that, like, I look at, look at Golden I was looking at Golden Comedy and I, I had only watched a couple episodes of it. I said... I should be watching this show because it was doing something that, that Japanese, that Japanese culture does not do all that often and also does not, that no culture that ended up being the dominant power culture does a whole lot. Um, if you live in America, you probably are from the concept of Indian reser- of, of Indian reservations. Now, there are two, two instances in which the government fucked up enough where they felt, hey, where the, where the government fucked a, a culture up enough where they, they felt, hey, we fucked up. Here's our version of paying for it. We're, it they pay for it, for it in like, like we're sorry. sorry. Now, Granted, as a black person in America, I, sh- I should say, like, reparations is not a bad idea. <laughs> I don't think I'm wrong in that either. When you see the totality of stuff that, that happened to black people in America and continues to happen to black people in America. But the two, um, the two instances of... of um, the government fucking up bad enough in its own head to be like, "Oh f- fuck, we need to we need we need to solve it with some sort of monetary or um with with some sort of tra- trade of value." Our um our our Japanese American Japanese American citizens who were um interned um during. World War, during World War Two, just just got reparations. They just got a straight up check from the government, the way everybody in America got one from the idiot from the from the Orange and Chief. Um, and that was the government's way of saying, like, we we have done wrong by <laughs> we we got super racist even for for us. And we're real worried about that. Fuck, it's money. Another thing that um, the government did, there are Native American um, land grants. So if you... Um, and often, oftentimes what Native Americans... What Native American, American approved tribal heritage have, have if they get apply for... Um, um, you get to apply to de- to have a um like a section of land in America designated as an Indian as a, as a Native American reservation, and that means they basically get to do whatever the fuck on Go- governmentally. It it's 
it's weird. There's not a whole lot that the that a, a local jurisdiction intervene in a Native American um, um on a Indian reservation for, and like it had to be, it had to be real bad. Um, because for for a long time, time for since the incident of the country, the Na- Native American people have just just gotten fucked over. I and I I'm I'm speaking about this on, on literally on Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> um, but Golden Comely, with Golden Comely. Does two does two two really interesting things. The first thing it does, the first thing that's the most interesting is it has anything anything to do with the Ainu people, and the Ainu people are to Japan what the Native Americans are to North to um the United States States of America. They are the original people people who lived in Japan before what everyone thinks of as like the as the Japanese existed. So and I I I will I will say I'm not quite sure I'm not quite sure her how um I'm not quite sure how that that works was an immigration thing or whether it was was like of cultures thing. I don't want to say that. I don't want. I. I don't. That's murky to me. I'm sure you can find out. But that's a really murky, odd moment for me. So I'm not not gonna focus on that aspect. Of that. But what I will say is that the I I knew people were as were as trampled were as trampled as, as the Native Americans were on by the Japanese government. And in the same way that you don't see many depictions of Native American people in American media, you don't see many depictions of um, um, traditional Aboriginal people in other um in other countries other media and the reason for that is two things first thing is, thing is is that the powerful tend to overlook those who they are in control the most and what i mean what i mean by that is you don't this is going to sound really fucked up, up, but this is the way people think. Think, you pay any t- attention to lie until it bothers you. And and that mindset that lots that that there are that lots of people have about you know cultures who seem uncontemporary, who see like they aren't as interested in contemporary society, and that's. A that's fucked up, but B it it also you also have the problem of and you get this a lot in American media. You get this a lot in American media. You get the prob you get to a problem of aspect of representation. How you represent something or 
A perfect example. A perfect example from um from American history. Blackface. Blackface is asshole white people greasing themselves up to look like a black person for the purposes of presenting black people in you know, like live action in minstrel shows, live live like old live action stage shows that that were intense racist and intensely up. Bass has such a history, and the and the ongoing depiction of black people has such a history that the real the real real dullish story potential there. Like if you if you people of you know, of if you include the full rainbow of diversity, you have to be very aware that you might, you might, you might and quite, quite probably will have a myth somewhere. You just, you just will. Um, there's a great documentary series on Netflix called called Crip Camp. Camp about a camp in the like late seventies. In like the mid seventies, where teenagers and like physically and mentally stable teenagers, like and also so like you know a whole rainbow cast of characters of counselors all got to exist and feel normal. And one of the best parts of that, and I'll. You'll see what I'm talking If they have this whole section where these kids are just talking about, about fucking each other. <laughs> and it, that's not a thing that for uh, uh, as a, also a disabled person, that's not a thing that people think about as an, op- an opportunity for a disabled person, especially a physically disabled, disabled person, they could be physically in it at all, or they could have those experiences at all. And and I will tell you, I've had a girl in, when I was in college, a girl literally, literally asked me, how do you, you know, fool, fool around somebody? And I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't, I don't want to have this conversation because the fact that you need to ask Means that you are like like chemistry is is going literally nowhere, and I need to not know you anymore. <laughs> um, but but it's, it's difficult. It can be difficult difficult if you don't know what you're doing to not constantly put yourself on the back for having a for for just including character or just including the. Just include include character that that could represent an existence of a difference of perspective or a difference of of nature or or any of that, and as a result, lots of um lots of very liberal, very well-meaning shows just they they do their not. They do their best to deal, to have the conversation, but, but like at a safe distance. 
and and not do and not something not take such a drastic step or such a big leap they could jump that they could jump over the edge a great example a great great live example of this is called the west wing west the cast of the wing with the exception of one one cast member is entirely white charlie the um charlie the the um the Charlie the the um president's uh buy-in or president the uh, the the executive aide to the president and is a black guy, and when they in like the very in very early episodes when they do that when they make that decision narratively in the show they go to another black to a black side side character and they like like have a conversation and he's just. He he straight up does the best thing. He's like, like, are you paying the kid? Are you paying him honestly and decently? Yeah, he's like, fuck off. I'm the job. It's an honor to serve the president, no matter who it is. And that... And they they have have the conversation on screen because they they don't... They knew in that casting decision that they... That along with that decision meant we need to have this conversation on screen because we are we we now have a the leader leader of America being attended to by a black kid. We we need to have the conversation as as we know other people will have it, and then we can just do do what we please with the character, and we can you know. Tackle everything as we we go up. If we don't do this now, we've left the question string on the table. The table. Um, and so it can be really dicey to take. It can really be be really dicey to take the, the to take the to take the risk of portraying a culture or, or a person of a culture ba- badly. Through trying to represent them without knowing what you're doing, a lot of that, a lot of that, has to do with just lack of research, just lack of lack of understanding, just the application of morals that are horseshit to another culture. And I'm talking about like you know. Pedophilia is bad. We should not like let Mormons marry marry six year olds or something. Like Mormon dudes marry marry six year olds. That's bad. That's just objectively fucked up and taking advantage of a party that doesn't understand what's going on. It's not a moralistic thing. That's like a real, real older, young, younger math is math thing. What I'm talking is. And this brings and this will bring me to what, what this show. The show also does that is really amazing. What about is there is there are certain moral exceptions that if you apply them that if you bring them into another culture, it just doesn't it doesn't like it doesn't hold any water. There are cultures that have ideas about death sacrifice that are totally different than ours. Are they going to kill the kill? No. No. But are they, they but 
is death perceived differently? Absolutely. Grief perceived differently all over the world. Absolutely. And, and atta attaching moralism that are, are mostly with you just because you grew up with them does not but not mean that they're right and does not mean that they are things that are there to protect others. It just means that they're there. It is, is a for, it's like a form of discrimination and rejection. And if you're going to have a conversation, if you're going to, going to have a, a honest representation, honest not just explanation, but living with, a, but like put a character on screen from a, from a culture, you're going to demonstrate that culture, you need to make sure that everyone else in the show, which, which will help to do this too, don't truly want to under, understand. They are not, they're not just dismissing it out of hand. There's um a great and that's born out in the character of um in the character a Sherpa from Golden Comedy, one of the two two kind of focused main characters. Because she's a Ainu girl girl. Probably like a thirteen to fifteen year old old new um young Ainu Ainu woman. And She's existing in like the period period era where where with the Russo Japanese conflict, um, which means Russia and Japan fought a fought a war. Um, and the the Ainu being kind of have been the Ainu have have been fucked around with by the Japanese government for ever basically and she is she's like a like a little Indian girl walking around Ijiera Japan when people when people see her they're like oh weird but okay um but then you have the um a character they, they her, her then you have the character of um Sugimoto and the, and the two starts to be the other trend in this in this show, and that is characters who have no like more who have no like um heroic or vill or villainous aligned at all. They are just an independent actors out for whatever purpose they're out for. for but there's no. no and I mean, if you've listened listened to the cat for a long time, you you know I love me some like grim, dark, like ed edgy and bullshit. Like one of my, my favorite shows of all of all time, still Black Lagoon. But black what Black Lagoon does is is it it puts you in this world where everybody's a bad person, and where it, it, Black Lagoon. Specifically, and also, um, Jormungan did, did the version of this with Noah, the main character of that. Um, the your perspective character always gets really close to just 
doing the bad shit alongside everybody. But you never let him get get because you need you need a protective character who's not a shit bag. Sometimes like take you through things, but in all honesty, this is a great action I like to I, I I like to use a lot, which is heroes are just people without who who, who don't choice anymore. And what that means is if you if you are, you are like deeply heroic, but you have a choice not to be. You usually means that, that there's something, that, there's some, there's something off there. Most most people in re, most, most people in the world who talk, talk about like the like true good blah 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 blah, blah are de- defining something else inherent as evil. And for the most part, for the most part, everything in the world. This to serve some end. No such thing as a, as a evil, evil person, as a bad person. There are people with little flaws, like any of the historical bad guys. Hitler absolutely had a, had a fatal flaw somewhere. There, um, you know, you know, Stalin, Putin, all of them. Um, um, Trump, Trump, for example, ha- Trump, Trump, fatal flaw of he, he doesn't, he didn't, he's he's cursed by the amount of money he was born into, and then he is also cursed by the fact that no one accepted, no no one paid the amount of attention to him, him he was told, told should be paid to him, and he the and. and but at the heart of rotten Trump's soul is money. You know, so much of what has turned him into a monster, into the worst president in history, into the most racist president we've had in modern times, the fact that all of self-worth is wrapped in money and attention. And how much time he can make you spend on think, spend thinking about him, him. And now a whole lot of lot of things need a whole lot of puzzle pieces need to be rearranged. Take that into a good person, and and they need to it needs to happen very very early. But that good people on good and bad people are not born. They. They grow into it, and circumstances cause, cause them to grow in, into it, and, and you know that is and also your your per, people's perception of those people. Tism is good or bad, but, but for all of the characters in this show, there's no real. Bad person. There are people who do bad things, but they they are really doing them for a, um, for a reason. And case point, um, General Thurumi. 
He's a, he's Archer. You meet, I think, like the first episode or something, and he has has had he has had like the fucked up war injuries, the fucked up war injuries. Like he walks around, and he's got a big metal plate that holds his brain in, and he is like he's this vindictive, sane, murderous leader of a like ruthless band of people who, uh, at the time you meet him. Think you think are very devoted to him, like they like they are his bot soldiers. But when you come to find out about General Surumi, that he looking for the for the. By the way, I should mention that this this whole whole thing came off with with the um with the, the it's a legend about about find like that it's like twenty kilos, it's like twenty twenty tons of hidden of hidden eye gold. And so, everybody going going after this goal has a, a reason for it. And General Surumi is after the goal, not not because he wants to enrich himself, but because he wants to start. He really wants to start co-op, <laughs> just like and which is a little stunning when when you encounter him at first because you you you're led to believe this guy is a nut nutcase. He one of the first one of his first scenes he bites a, another another officer's commanding commanding officer's finger off. Just basically to prove he can. He does all kinds of fucked up people later on he does all kinds of fuck fucked up stuff people who say that it who betrayed him. He has has this deeply egalitarian goal for the money he's going after. He's willing to do it. He's willing to fucking go for it. But he's just a dude and he's just doing what he thinks he needs to do to get to the end end point. And he he doesn't apply, you know, moral reason to everything he does. He's not doing things because he's evil. Oftentimes he's doing things because he thinks that that is the balance that needs to be struck at at moment. Or he wants to pr- prove a point, and it that brings brings me back to um Erpera and Sugimoto. Sugimoto is um is bond. It really the your uh, the audience audience um point of view character. He's effective character. And Sugimoto had a reputation to precede him because he he's known as the, the immortal Sugimoto because he was in an, an attack in the, the Rutonese War. And the reason why they call him immortal Sugimoto is because he just didn't die. He, he in all the like bloody fucked up stuff that he was in, was in he killed the other guy before they, they killed him. And Erpa is very against the, the idea of killing, of, of killing, which is unfortunate killing, that the plot of the show is that there are, there are this ma- this massive cache of I knew new gold in somewhere somewhere in um in I think I think they're in Hokkaido in Hokkaido in Hokkaido and they have to end it by finding thirteen tattooed prisoners. And using tattoos to like make a map. If you've seen the show, you know this already. But 
the, the and it's very you're very quick to find out that the way way that the the um the no Pabo, the like criminal mastermind who created this con cons meant for this to go was he gets when he gets out of prison he's finding these these thirteen motherfuckers fuckers, killing them all and, and taking his map back. And it's just like intensely cruel, fucked up, like curse of a tattoo that just thirteen people people just walk around with on on their body, and there are. But with Sugimoto, it's just like oh, so we have to kill these people. He presented, and they end up killing most of them, like killing a lot, a lot of ones they find, but but the. Reality, but when the an alternative is pre- presented to him by um, a Sherpa, once once they decide they're going to find this I knew gold, for so a Sherpa can 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 take most of it back to her people, who it belongs to, um, because Sugimoto d- doesn't want the gold. He wants uh, he didn't want all the gold. He wants he wants some so he can fulfill his 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 like. Best bunker buddy, literally, dies of helping his wife, who's going, who's going blind over time. Um, if you've seen Miss Hokusai, the they um they uh the the way the little sister character and that is going blind is the way um dead 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 friends with is going blind, and he just he wants enough money. To take this woman to America, have get her to have eye surgery, and so she can just she can live a normal normal life. And all he wants, he wants to fulfill a dying friend's wish, and and be live comfortably afterwards. He does not want fabulous wealth. And also, when he sees the more he and he spends spend with a shot, he's like, like this is this is fucked. Didn't have this money. <laughs> he, I, you, they should have this money, and he, but he that's not to say that he's a moralistic person. That he knows that's the thing he would like like in the world, and when a sherpa like no thing, he's he's like, look, I'm not a murderer. I'm not saying I'm gonna like like cut the dicks off of nine people and. Drown him in her. But if somebody's gonna try and kill us, I'm gonna kill them first. first. And it get you start to once you see, once you see Sugimoto in action, you realize that everybody thinks of him as this unkillable human, as this unkillable being. But the reality is, that, like he screams the word immortal, screams I'm the, the I'm mortal Sugimoto every time he's in a fight because it's like like he's hyped himself up up to make he's still alive at the end of the fight, <laughs> and it he's not he's not killing people because he wants to. He's killing people because he doesn't doesn't have the luxury not to. <laughs> And that's a really, really cool thing for a show to do. 
one of the thing one of my favorite American cartoons um is actually not Avatar. I love Avatar, but um Le- Legend of Cold which is which came out which which of course like a month after I freaking bought the entire thing, fifty bucks on iTunes, it comes out on Netflix for free for for Netflix for Netflix free anyway. But the great thing about that show is it so clearly draws it it draws the line it draws lines of good and bad without. Drawing the lines of without ma- making the villains entirely irredeemable in most cases. Um, um, I think the, the exception to that, as in all things, Korra is season two. Season two, dude's just just a bad dude is fucked. In season one, you have um Amon and Amon. Grew up as an grew up as an abused child, as a talented but abused child. So he wants to equalize the world. He 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 wants wants to he will level the play, playing field for everyone, and he believes that bending needs to disappear in order for that to ha- happen. Um, what's his face? Um, Henry the Henry Rollins character, the, the um bad guy in season three. He. He wants to achieve balance, and he believe, believe he honestly believes that balance feels like fucked up, up about the world is that all the people in charge are assholes. He's not wrong, but what's wrong is the way he achieves it. Um, in the final season, season four, Kovira, it becomes consumed by the con by the concept of power. When when she starts, but when starts, she is trying to create a kind of everlasting peace by fighting one last, last big war. <laughs> and when she sees that at herself at, at the very end end of the show, she just like she, she looks over and she's like, "Enough! This is this is insane." We opened a we opened a portal to another dimension in the middle middle of the damn city that we have to live with now. In so many great comic comic books, <laughs> um, and she turns herself in. And the the thing that that show does does there is it shows you you. It show, shows you the evil humans are capable of committing when they think they're doing things for good purpose. Well, again, with the exception of um season two, of season two in that show. show. And it, it it makes whereas in whereas the first series of Avatar, Avatar: The Last Airbender, make makes makes um fire makes fire Ozai just a monster. He he is a monster. Azula is a monster. The people are not people, they are dragons in his skin. And <laughs> the the and they use Zuko as the like they have Zuko break out of that mold in that show. 
but what's probably more cl closer to, to real and true this is, is this is American cartoon concept adapting into those show shows because Cora is clearly just like we want to make a real gay positive show for, like teenagers and young adults and um what's it called Avatar is an adventure show for young boys basically <laughs> um for young kids of all ages but most mostly young boys Ang is, is the main character and all the all the characters of you know, Katara is the standout female. Katara and Toph are the standout female characters. Um, but the also, also Suki. There's a lot of standouts that see female characters. I should never say that about her. It's not. It's not. Um, but but Golden Kamui is wants wants people to know, know the character you the characters it's messing with. Are criminals, but in most cases, criminals are just they they broke they they broke some kind of law, but it doesn't mean that they are monsters. It means that like like one of the things that made um um what's his face um the Age of Aquarius murder guy um um one of the things that makes Charlie Manson so Stunning is um and you can go see that um Netflix like like fun murderer document about um what they interview it's about the FBI starting to interview murderers. You meet Charlie Manson in that in that in that in that um um series, and portrayal of him is so a person who's just lacking that. Killing bad scenario. He doesn't feel evil. He feel, feels like he's trying to, to achieve something. Something stupid and mean and creepy and disgusting. But he... The, like... There's no cackling Joker. And even, even characters like the Joker... Or like, like Lex Luthor, if you dive, you dive deeper into DC lore, they clean those people. They, they you know, are these, these, like, they aren't these end-all, be-all, like, they exist, they've always existed as kind of evil pieces, kind of thing. I mean, I have Brainiac for that, but, eh. And to watch a show, show they are so... Where they have just done away with the idea of like, okay, see this dude who likes fucking bitches and like, like was in prison for beating somebody to death. He'd be an okay person to just like hang out and out and have a burger. <laughs> does not mean you want to like know him personally, but it does like. Human human beings are capable of incredibly violent and incredible, incredibly destructive acts for little, for, for what in hindsight seems like little to no reason, if, if any at all. I, but that, that does not mean that those people need to be, that like bad guys are all bad 
people are all bad people in the cackling maniacal way you think think it does not mean that every time you you meet somebody who has killed five people you are going to meet somebody who reviles who, who cause like rear up in like absolute dis disgust the way that like meeting donald trump donald trump would kill someone but had not because he has had the luxury of never being in that scenario you know you know captain bone spurs and all but, but the the lack of luxury felt in every single one of the characters of golden kamui come through in the fact that they don't have this they don't have the moral moral framework of killing bad stealing bad this bad that bad there are a couple like gag characters like like the murder dude like the murderous dudes where um they meet the in like the in like the fishing plant who like gets hard on, gets the hard on for killing killing people and idea of being being killed but but by and large by and large large they they show it's just like we don't need to have this conversation we need to have the conversation about this right this is wrong these people are just these people are evil we we need to have the conversation about about what the characters want and why they want it and why they, they are um and while the, why they're doing what they're doing the character who is the mo who feels the most tackling maniacal evil is like i said general surumi and the show whoever originally scripted the story and whoever's Handling this thing, the show very clearly clearly knows. Oh, if we if we let him sit, sit here like this, they're just gonna think he's, he's evil as shit. So we so like there needs to be a invented reason for him to be that way, and it needs to be big enough and bold enough where you can see like you saw you had a sh shot at this, you would take it with everything you have, everything at your disposal. And he does, and it it stands the edge, edge of him immediately because you're like, oh shit, his goal is like this egalitarian society, and he is willing, to like, go, go to, he's willing to ride into hell to get the, the devil's town kind of thing. It's just that that aspect of the show. The very honest, very devoid of judgment depiction of, of Ainu culture and, and of children growing up through I through Ainu culture who will be adults in like having to deal with contemporary society as as it was it is. Very, very interesting, it, and it is handled so aptly and so honestly and so humbly that it's not. not it doesn't feel. It feels feels like when a character is like, "Okay, what the fuck is with you and the bear?" It's not like it's having a teachable moment. It's the, the character does not know, know that 
in that case, Sumoto does does not know what the deal is. And he is like, we just murdered that thing's mom. And now we have a bear cub as a pet. Every other thing that, that has a beating heart in, in this in the woods. You have murdered and consumed. What is happening? And include, including that mom. And when, when she explains it, when she takes him through it, she, um, um, he, 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 instead of being like, nope, that's dumb, I'm, I'm going home. He's like, okay, this is reality now. This, this is what you believe. It's not my place to mess, to mess with. In fact, we'll get me dinner if we kill this murder, this murderous bear god thing you're talking about. So let's just do it. And that's such an, there's so much, much more honest way of having the conversation and can only happen to have the, the, the like, massive research must have gone into just depicting the Ainu in a responsible, true way, and making a cast of characters who just, just have no moral qualms about anything, good or bad. And it, I, I think I'll end it, end it here. A thing we don't realize, it's a thing that... We probably realize more now now than we did. Thank you, Q coronavirus. Whatever. Um, that so much much of what we can do that we do automatically is a luxury. Assuming that X work is immoral is a luxury. It's not immoral. Why is sex immoral? We we you know. That's how, that's how we all get here. Is it immoral because it doesn't create babies? Or is it immoral because, uh, you know, it empowers women? Is it immoral because it whatever? Is it immoral because it feels good? Because there are, there are people out there selling the ability to feel good for... For about a time that client laughs. <clears throat> because the whole world has set up to, at the same time, tell you sex, sex and also tell you sex without babies is bad because church. When we, we see institution, we see, oh, there's part of us that goes, oh, oh. And it takes a long time to, like, un untrain yourself from that, to just, like, unplug. When we see people... When we we see people using using porn porn sites, we we think thinks the thing on some some level, but that's, just, that's because we have the luxury too. That's because we have the luxury. We do not need to sell our bodies, so we can ha can have opinion about it. I guarantee you, a stripper, if they if they go in and. Without um, it's an opinion of you know I I don't really want to do do this I'm gonna do this because I don't have choice. That can get like those rough edges can get sand smooth after a while.
Like, like after a while, you're making enough money, and you know you're being adored by people. <laughs> that also helps, and, and you see that it's not that bad. You see that you see that you can you see that you can be in control. It's not that that bad. You're making money. You have your own rules. You follow. You have have your own internal compass. You do, do, most people have their own internal compass, and as long as you train train that well, you don't need to, to worry about what anybody else thinks about you. Those I met, which you know, black people were controversial. They're not there now. It's all about time and the. The major, a lot of people in this show in Golden Comedy are people are ahead of their time. There's a character in this show who just is like, I want I want to be useful to the people who saved my life. So I'm go so he he dresses as an I knew and he lives with them and he you know does best to help them and he basically adopts. A, a young, a young, I knew a boy named Hardon, which is a cultural thing, actually, that the show explains. Um, and he does his best to 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 do right by his kid, <laughs> and it's it's really sweet because he every. Every societal thing would have just allowed him to walk away, but because he he uh, is allow allowing himself self sink beyond the period of period of time he's living in, he can do that. The same is true of Sugimoto. Same is true of many of the convict characters you meet in this show, and it's it just. When I thought of this episode, I said, um, have, have you ever watched, have you ever seen a, seen a show where you said, I should watch that? Not because it's the zeitgeisty thing, but because it's a good show because it's doing something interesting. Glenn Kamui is definitely doing that. And if you, if you haven't checked out, you should go, go. I would say go check out the first episode. Do not be deterred by the bad CG. That lessens after a while. And also, it's, it's a budgetary thing. It's fine. Um, <laughs> on that note, my name has been Alex. You've been listening to Lunchbox Radio. If you have a podcast, you can subscribe to it, to it in whatever you're using to listen to me right now. And episodes come out every Thursday, every Thursday night. night. And, and um and Sunday morning, the Thursday shows are reviews of, really speaking, anime movies, anime series, that stuff. The Sunday Sunday episodes, which if you want to go and go look the last episode that's on the feed, it's Sunday episode, are more metatextual, more, more sexual conversations about the industry, anime, and pop culture. That stuff. So, um, until Sunday, I've been Alex. You've been Lunchbox Box Mail. I'll talk to you on Sunday.